Welcome to the Whistle Mission Outdoors Podcast. I am Jim. I'm Pat. And we are a podcast dedicated to the outdoors for the states of Wisconsin, Illinois, Michigan, Indiana. If your state borders Lake Michigan, this podcast is for you. We cover anything outdoors, especially hunting, fishing, mountain biking, conservation, any issues you got concerning the outdoors. And remember, if you can hear this podcast, that means you can be on it. Email us at whistlemissionpodcast at gmail.com. Welcome and enjoy the show. All right, so you ready to do this? I'm ready. So, what do you want to you want to tell me about your week or what? We're gonna do a quick episode here because we we're kind of like recording this late, and Kel's actually filling in for these two guys. Pat's whoop, on his whoop. way back from a turkey hunt. He's in the car going to work, and yeah, he Bill's hunts at work. Turkey, you hunted fish. Bill's uh Bill's gonna be here later, so we could talk about the trip and all that because we're gonna talk about the white bass run. Ah, okay. So I'm not even gonna get into it that much now. But what about you? So my week was my Kelsey's Corner topic, which is what a wife does when her husband goes on a fishing trip. And number one, we start with a nice clean house. So after um, I got out work early on Friday, so I came and I cleaned the house. I did laundry. I just made it nice and tidy, knowing that it will stay that way until the minute you walk through the door. Yeah, right. Uh, it, it, you still didn't even unpack your suitcase. It's right by the front door. I should uh, I should take pictures of your closets and po- post them. It's organized. So, but anyway, and then I made a bunch of food that you don't like. So I ate like mostly vegetarian things, um, some Chinese food. Kind of just enjoyed eating food that you aren't going to eat. And then I watched some movies that you probably don't like to watch. Harry so. Potter. Well, like maybe. What's, what's that vampire one versus the werewolf? That one. <laughs> It's like my guilty pleasure is the terrible acting in that movie. But anyway, so and then I decided to tackle a project that had you have been here, you would have said no to. So this is how I do. Actually, most of the projects that you say no to is I do them when you're gone. (laughs) Have you noticed that? Yeah. Um, So can you go on a longer one so I can do the kitchen cabinet? No, no, that is not up for discussion anymore either. (laughs) Yes, it is. But anyway, um, so I decided to tackle the guest bathroom, knowing that you weren't there to tell me not to, and you weren't there to complain about not being able to use it and blah, blah, blah. I'll accept you can't use it all week because of um, what I'm doing to it. So I am super excited. I'm not going to tell you what I did because it still is a surprise. But I um, have remodeled pretty much the whole bathroom, and I'm super pumped for it to be done. So there will be pictures on my Instagram when I'm done. Um, I just want to make sure it's all finished before I let you see it because I'm really excited about it. I like it so far. Nice. So that was my week, and that was my how I spent my – oh, and I went out with some friends. Um, but that was just like payless people. But um, that Oh, they don't how, mean anything, right? Well, they do, but like – it's more like I was trying to do like the things that like I can't do if you're here. I can do that if you're here, but um, you do that all the time when I'm here. I know, but that's all, that was just saying my week. But that's usually how a wife spends her time when her husband's on a fishing trip is tackling projects he says no to, living in a nice clean house, and eating food that they don't eat. Once again, I should post some pictures of the closets. Oh, and I slept in the middle of the bed. Like. I can't tell you how wonderful like my sleep was. Like I slept like a queen. It was lovely. So that was my week while you were on your fishing trip. We uh, we'll get into it later, but we drank a lot of beer and did a lot of fishing. And well, you know. wasn't it nice yesterday? I made you a very veggie friendly meal, and tonight is another vegetarian friendly meal to try and detox you from your beer and meat. <laughs> so, oh yeah, that was my that's my quick Kelsey's corner is. <laughs> I did a project and I'm super excited about it. So I know you got stuff to do. So you want to just get in the news so you can get going? Yeah. 
Uh, you want me to start or you want to start? Um, I can start because I like this article you sent me. Okay. It's from... Yeah, I had to do all her research just so she could say it. <laughs> you did. But this one's cool. It's Is it WIMS or WIMS? It's a WIMS radio station and it is in Indiana. So the DNR is needing volunteer paddlers to collect wildlife data. Um, so pretty much you just get to register really um so you sign up and it's a paddling trip postcards and you document all the wildlife you see from june 1st to july 31st and pretty much you get just get a packet in the mail so just let the dnr i guess there's information on the dnr website but i wonder if they take like out of towners because that sounds like fun i guess you do that on a paddleboard yeah i think that well yeah kayaker paddlers you could borrow my kayak if you want to do that that's something i could uh i'm more comfortable on my paddle though you have, you'll, you'll cover fast, the ground faster with the canoe, though, the yeah. kayak. So they just want to know about the wildlife on the waterways. So I thought that was pretty interesting, personally. So that's your Indiana article. Go get a DNR volunteer for Indiana. So Illinois is kind of news. Um, this is an amendment to a law that has been introduced. So the 102nd General Assembly, state of Illinois, blah, 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 synopsis as introduced. I got this from trackbill.com. And pretty much what this is, here, I'll just read some of this. So this would amend the wildlife code uh, that is against rifle hunting for deer. So this will permit deer hunting with a rifle, provides that current ammunition and caliber restrictions on handguns that may be used for hunting deer also apply to rifles, provides that current restrictions limiting deer hunting to persons having a firearm deer hunting permit to take to taking deer only during the period from one half hour before sunrise to one half hour after sunset and only during those days for which an open season is established for the taking of deer by use of shotgun, handgun, or bow and arrow also applied to taking deer with a rifle. So repeals a provision prohibiting the possession of a rifle while in the field during deer firearm, firearm deer season. So pretty much, I know you probably don't really know what that all is, Not but in Illinois, we have a firearm season, but we, this is one of the only states that you cannot hunt with a rifle. It has to be a hmm. shotgun. So that's the only shotgun or a pistol. So Illinois has never been allowed to hunt with a rifle. Hmm. So they're looking to amend that. A lot of people complain about it. So, so, so for a lot of deer hunters out there, that's actually very exciting news. Okay. So I know you don't seem to care. One, the next one is going to tug on the heartstrings. So I promise you. Okay. All right. Well, the one you sent me for Michigan, and this is from Petoskey. Petoskey. Petoskeynews.com. The Michigan DNR grants to benefit um fisheries habitats so they're getting some grants it's 1.8 million in fishery habitat grants this was a huge article so i don't expect you to cover everything but i'm just gonna touch on it yeah um so it's from the michigan department of natural resources and they're being shared between 12 fish habitat conservation projects across the state and then there's an additional 1.6 million in matching contributions um that's going to protect and I guess, promote all these valuable fish habitats. So I think that's pretty cool. Let me skim some of it. Some of the, most of the projects, it looks like actually are in Northern Michigan, um, Estigo County, I think. Huron Pines receives 150,000 for brook trout habitat restoration in the Pigeon River headwaters. There's a lot of trout fishing in Michigan. I guess that's a big popular fishing spot. Let me skim some more. Um, so it funds things like habitat conservation, dam removal and repair, resource assessment studies, and access to recreation like fishings. The, hab- the Fisheries Habitat Program is made up of three different programs, aquatic, dam management, aquatic habitat, recreation. 
Sounds like they're really coming at it from all fronts. Oh, yeah. They're investing um, some money into it. Yeah. So I'd say go read the article. It's really long. It's stuff. really long. <laughs> like when I was I was skimming, I was just kind of reading a little bit of it, and it still took me like 10 minutes to get through it. Yeah. So, so I'm not going to skim all of so it. So what was the headline one more time? The headline is <coughs> Michigan DNR grants to benefit uh, fishery habitats. Okay. Nice. So that's pretty cool. Um, I actually did read it. I should have like took skim notes on it, but I actually did read it, and- it's a lot of money to go to uh, those fishieries. Well, so fishieries? Fishieries. <laughs> nice. So this one. Fisheries. This, what is it? I'm going to fisheries. I like fishieries better. Uh, fishies. <laughs> Let's make up my own word. Uh, this one's going to get you a little bit. You're not going to like this. Uh-oh. All right. So, is it more about the wolves? It's more about the wolves. Daily oh. news. Cons- Conservation, Conservation Congress survey backs 350 wolf limit in Wisconsin. You get what that I just said there? Yeah, that's a lot of wolves to kill. So most of the respondents to the Wisconsin Conservation's Congress spring survey say they support limiting the state's wolf population to 350 animals. <gasps> Why? If you remember, we're at about 1,000 right now. Yeah. So that is a lot of wolves to kill. I don't know what's happening in this government lately. So uh, of the Wisconsin residents who responded, 12,978 said they supported that number. 6,400 said they did not. And 2,200 had no opinion. Overall, 13,136 respondents said they supported the limit. 600, or say 6,000, said 6,600, said they did not. And 2,300 had no opinion. The results are adversary only. Question comes as the DNR is revising its wolf management plan. A draft is expected to be released, be released by June. So that's coming close. You know, it's coming up. DNR's current wolf management plan dates back to 1999 and lays out a goal of 350 animals. So what the biggest argument with this was is when people were saying, you can't have that many killed and yada, yada, the, the number was based off of 350 in the state. And they, since they got put on the uh, endangered species list, it blew out. And they're saying that now we're three times the amount of what we're supposed to be. I like wolves, though. I don't I'm with see, you. Yeah, I like them. I don't see they're the like point in killing them. big wild dogs uh you talk to certain people with livestock they'll argue with that you know you know but what i think there's too many people in the world i agree <laughs> it's just well, it's limit I, the people oh but we can't because they're trying to redo that but anyway oh uh, actually we're gonna get into that you're gonna listen to the discussion topic this week right i listen every week okay because uh we're actually gonna get into one of uh one of my biggest critics i fished with this weekend he let me have it on a few things and i wanted to discuss one of them but one of them oh. is the he said we missed the biggest invasive species on the list. Oh. So we're going to get into that. I'll get into that with Bushlight Billy. I know you got to go plant shopping. Do you want to <laughs> tell everybody what you're going to shopping for real quick? So we built our fire pit. So I am clearly a plant lover. And there's several areas in our yard that just could use a little bit more plant life. So I'm going to go shopping for some trees to put in the back by the fire pit to make it more like of a wooded area. I think that that would be so cute. Um, But of course, they won't fit my car. So we're going to have to go again, just so you know. But I am going to go for some little plants because there's another area in the back by my garden that just needs some sort of life back there. So I'm going to get some little plants for that. And then along the back of the fence or the back of the house, I'm going to get some plants for over there too. So I like plants. Um, then we got to plan out our mulch uh, delivery because we need more mulch. I was about stuff. to tell you, we do got to so, figure that out soon. I need some for the back, so we're going to need a lot. But yeah, I'm just going to go look for some plants for decorating the house. I think that when you add plants, I think the light, the house looks better. So. Well, thanks for filling in on the news. I'll let you go You're do your welcome. shopping now. Thanks so. for having me. Bush Light Billy.
Welcome. Thank Welcome. you. Thanks so for having I, me. We're going to go over this weekend, but first I just want to start with something, all right? Yeah, I'll, I'll join you. And uh, But I want to start by saying I am not drinking anymore, okay? I'm not drinking any less. I'm not drinking any less. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so thanks for bringing the bush lights. We got to cover this weekend. I know it's not going to be like the most best episode ever, but I figure we talk about this weekend because there's a few things I want to touch on. Yeah. No, absolutely. It was a good week. Thanks for the invite, Jake. Yeah, Jake. Jake, uh, Stephanie, if you're still listening to this thing, thank Jake for us. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, it was a good time. It was a beer drinking, fish catching. I want to, so we drank, I was trying to think, of, I saw the guys at work today. We drank probably three cases between us of Bush, right? At least, yeah. So 90 beers between the two of us over two days. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, it was beer borrowing. It was this and that. And yeah, yeah. It was a... It was a beer drinking weekend, that's for sure. Yeah, we we you know went from coffee in the morning, you know, a couple sips of water at between that, about nine, nine thirty, yeah. ten o'clock. <laughs> you know, we were on a beer till midnight. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? and uh, but uh, the one thing I got, so we drank so much beer, so I I felt terrible yesterday. I don't know about you, I just felt like I've been poisoned. You know, so this morning I think like, I got a detox. So I put on a very thick Henley. All right, with a bear, with a, a big hoodie, and I went and did forty minutes of cardio and sweat through both of them. Really? Yeah, and I did that just to clear myself up. I drank probably a gallon and a half, maybe two gallons of water today. I never peed, right? I, I peed twice. <laughs> yeah, right. I just needed to de- like rehydrate and everything. And yeah. of course, I get off work and I come home, and what's the first thing I do is crack a beer. I, well, so I had one with dinner, and I'm like, "What am I doing?" I said, "I'm not going to do this this week." Here I am, a number two. Yeah, I was like, "Oh yeah, I'm getting home yesterday. Getting home, yeah, it gives me enough time to go grocery shopping and get my meal prepped." Uh, no, I ordered a. I took a nap and ordered a pizza. <laughs> Yeah, that sounds about right. We had dinner and I watched Yellowstone for a little bit. but It was funny. I ordered a pizza from that place that I really like. The pizza is phenomenal. It's excellent. If you guys ever want, like DM me if you want to know the place. But I was like, I'll get a chicken dinner too. You know, I'll have it says four-piece chicken dinner. And uh, I'll have that, you know, maybe a piece or two and I'll bring it to work tomorrow for lunch. It showed up. It was chicken tenders. No kidding. Like I was expecting, like you know, four piece chicken dinner is a is a breast, a thigh, you know, uh, a drumstick, and a wing. That's a four piece chicken dinner. Like no, that it was four pieces of chicken tenders. Yeah, just like when you're French in middle fries. school. Like <laughs> I don't want this. This isn't. I ate it regardless. I didn't care. But it was... well, let's get into the trip. So I want to. Where do you want to start? From I guess from the beginning is a good spot, right? Yeah, I would suppose so. So we left uh, pretty early. Uh, you were at my house about what five. I was, I was actually at your house because I had to work on the boat a little bit with your tools. That's right. Yeah, up. you were there early, and I was. I, like, I got there about four thirty in the morning. Yeah, I was brushing my teeth when you knocked on the door. So yeah, and I, I didn't expect you to come out. I told you five. I meant five. You know, but um, yeah, we were up there like eight thirty on the water. Yep. Uh, we brought the the clack of craft. It was slow, but I will say over the whole weekend, which we did a lot of motoring. Yes, there was a lot did. of there was a lot of you know, yep. but uh. We only burned about a gallon of gas. So. Right. It, yeah, she did good. She did just fine. It was a slow ride, but I mean, it did just fine with the with the water, with the uh, with the current and everything. Plus, it was windy as hell. So the one warning I want to give because we never, I never did this at least, and uh, I know you haven't done it this way. We did it. Yeah. But the, like, man, it was so. We went to Fremont. So if you Google the White Bass Run, Fremont's kind of the uh, the center to go to. Like that's like the central White Bass Run, Wolf River. It's like that's the capital of it. It's right. Fremont. Yep. 
So we went there. We stayed at, I love the resort. Uh, what was it called? Blue Top Blue Resort. Blue Top Resort. Highly on, recommended. On Partridge Lake. That guy took care of us, man. That was a very affordable trip. Yep. I wasn't sure what the lodging was going to cost. And I'm like, that's it, you yep. know? But um, anyway, so we get out on the river, and we're sitting there, and there's tons of boats. Tons of boats. You could you could just about step into the next boat. Yeah. And but all of a sudden you get these guys with these glitter boats and two hundred and fifty horse mercs doing seventy miles an hour between us all. I almost shit my pants a couple times watching these guys come down the river. Yeah, it was dangerous. And they, I couldn't believe nobody would slow down for the group of fishermen. There's a whole bunch of people with lines out and yep. they're just chilling. And this guy comes round right through, yep. skipping along the top. Yeah, that got old real quick. That got old after like the fifth one, you yeah. know. And then there were some of these other boats that did not belong on that river. Some of these big, huge, like yacht club yep. boats. Miami Vice looking boats. And yeah, what are they doing? It's eight feet of water and it's like it's a you know, a small river. It's like a maximum eight feet of water yeah. too, by the way. And these guys are dumping wakes and, yep. you know, yeah, it was, so the clack, we were worried, I was worried the first day, a couple of those wakes, I'm looking like, oh, don't yeah. swamp, don't, but she did good. She no, did, she did just fine. You know, after a while, I stopped paying attention, you know. Yep. And the first day we got turned on to fish too. Yeah. So it was interesting. So I went up there with the intention, we're going to be doing the Wolf River rig, you know, mm-hmm. and with the weight on the bottom. And so we did that for a little bit. And then we met up with Jake later and they're like, dude, you know, what's hitting is a bobber with a jig under it and a minnow yep and you throw it upstream you drift it downstream and wait for the hit bam hit you know yep and talk, talk about your walleye because you were you were starting to turn into the walleye slayer there yeah so i was using a wolf river rig which is basically just a three-way swivel with about a foot hanging off i put it like a i think it was a one ounce weight on there um and then one of those big dime looking ones like a quarter looking yeah it looks like a big quarter big thick quarter and then the other side was a, a floating jig head and with a leech. So they actually did have leeches up there. and They were kind of expensive. Yeah, it was 4 bucks for a dozen, which is a little bit on the price. Oh, I thought side, it was 8 bucks. I thought it was 8 bucks a no, dozen. No, 4 bucks. But, I mean, it. sometimes you can't find them. Sometimes they're just, they don't have them. Yeah, they tell you, yeah, we would love to sell them to you, but we don't got them. And, uh, yeah, yeah, that that was the walleye kicker that day. So uh, you're, there's no limit on the length of the walleye. But you're only limited three per day. So I think our smallest was 16 inches and our biggest was like 21. Um, so the perfect eater size. So I got limited out on walleye the first day. The second day I ended up catching one, but he was just a little bit small. He was probably like maybe 14 inches or so. Yeah, I didn't say 12 to 14. So yeah, we're in there. Probably. Uh, so we tossed him back because it was like, okay, yeah, we're going to. We're gonna tie into some more, and then nothing. And you caught that little white bass. Uh, yeah, we threw him back. The second day, but we yeah, kept the, him at first, and we're like, "Wow, oh, the fishing ain't on like it was yesterday." No, the only difference was the boat traffic, and it was sunny the second day. It was overcast the first day we got there, and was, a little colder. It was, it was a little, a little colder. We never took our hoodies off the first day. Yeah. Um, the one thing I do want to talk about with that. So the next day when we showed up, there must have been. I'd say at least three times as many people on Saturday as there was on Friday. At least, at least three times the amount. And. I attribute I, I attribute the bad fishing to the chopped up water. Yep. Remember, You're, we didn't catch really any seaweed or anything like on the on the, on the first, first day. day. The second day, it was like every cast or catch every seaweed. cast. You go to check or you just do a bait check and it's wrapped around your weight. Yep. And the other thing too is you're just constantly because it's not a big river. I mean, how wide is that river at the biggest? A hundred yards. Yeah. You know. That. And so you're constantly in washed out shore from a boat wake. Yep. Big wakes coming and you're fishing. We weren't on shore, but we were probably a good twenty feet off of shore yeah. fishing. Yep. And 
But I mean, you can just see it's murky, it's muddy, and it's like this is all from boat wash. Yep. Just everyone's zinging around with these big ass wakes, just washing the shore up. And it was one after another for for like the longest time. Yeah, you were never not in somebody's presence. Yeah. You know, for like the first half of the second day, and I think that's what killed the fishing for us. Then the wind picked up too, so you had you had a, the current, the wind. And then the boat wakes. So our, we were just kind of doing like pinwheels at one point. Remember just like. What, yeah, we had the anchor doing? down and that lightweight little clack of craft was just spinning around. We were yeah. doing like at least I'd say 180s back and forth. You know, all of a sudden yep. our lines are good. Now they're tangled. Now they're good. You know. Yeah, that was a, that was an interesting thing to do. Yep. I w- I'm definitely going to do it again. Next time it's going to be with the V boat uh, with something. Yeah, it's going to be. It's not. Gonna, I don't think I'll do it with the clacker. No, craft. I wouldn't do it with the clacker. It was nice that uh, cause this was my first time in the boat, so it was it was cool to see how it launched. It was cool to like kind of get the lay of the land of it. It's a good work boat. Like uh, you know, there's no carpet, and right. you can, can kind of make a mess, and you can kind of bang around, and yeah, you know. no, it was it was great for that. It, and I was never worried that we were going to swamp. That thing is so wide; it's easy to move around in. It's seventy eight inches wide. Yeah. You know, it's nice and easy. Like, like I said, it's easy to move around in. Like, just the seats are comfortable. It was comfortable. Those seats were comfortable to sit in all the yeah. time. Yeah. Um, no, all in all, it was a great trip. Yeah. Thanks again, Jake, for for the invite up there. I'm trying to talk about, uh, trying to think of some more fishing stuff I wanted to say. You know, it's, it's funny. I got like this whole plan until like we hit record, and it's like, what was I going to say? Can you think of anything else with the fishing? They did not hit on a uh, white maps on the second day. Yeah, so that so which it, means they weren't hitting on anything. Which tells me this is actually a revolutionary trip because Bill has a fishing report where he caught fish and none of it involved white maps. <laughs> Correct. So that is uh that's a first. That really is a first. That, uh, very well might be. Uh, very mel- Very well might be. So we ended up with a good group of guys too. The one oh, thing yeah. I want to say is we ended up with a really really good group of guys. I, we actually stayed uh, with one of our biggest critics so far brad yep so he was letting me have it i think he lied a little bit about how much he listens to the podcast he's like i listen to your podcast when i got nothing else to listen to and i'm like well you're quoting everything i ever said so i think you (laughs) listen to it a little bit more here brad brad it was nice to meet you man you're what a trip you're a character (laughs) this guy so from the moment he walked up he's like all through the night all through the morning back through the afternoon you just hear brad talking about something you know no it's good talking to him about smoking i'm i'm gonna try some things that he's super good dude what a trip what a what a real nice guys brad Uh, anthony and you could tell those guys are like used to him yeah because like they weren't like chiming in with things he was saying they're just like letting him go brad anthony (laughs) andy you guys were great it was great it was great hanging out with you guys you guys are a good bunch of guys yeah that was uh hopefully we do it again you know uh why don't you talk about some of the cooking you did Uh, so he got thrown in the ring for cooking he even cooked a whole meal that he didn't eat yeah, so I did, what did I do the first day? Oh, so I brought up some sauerkraut and brats, and of course I brought my cast iron skillet because I don't leave home without it. Excuse me. Why would you, you know? Yeah. So I did I did the uh, sauerkraut. I added some salt, pepper, and some clove. I did it my stepdad's way. Um, so I kind of like boiled the uh, brats and the sauerkraut and beer for just a short amount of time probably like maybe five ten minutes or so and then i throw the brats on the grill and let the sauerkraut keep cooking and um then when they're all done you put them back in the sauerkraut just to keep them warm those are some pretty good brats they're easy to do and then i brought up a uh green pepper onion and serrano pepper mixture i didn't get any of it yeah i, didn't get any I, of it. I put it on the burgers the second day like i made the burgers for the guys um they're like oh don't use binder i always use binder so i actually didn't have any like bread crumbs or oatmeal or anything so we crushed up some of those garlic 
pretzels. Yeah, those garlic pretzels and put them in there with a couple eggs. And they they stayed together relatively well uh, for uh, not having the uh, ideal stuff that I, I usually make my burgers with. But uh, no, Brad actually had some of the peppers and the onions, and he was a food critic. And he said, oh, this yeah, he's is, definitely a foodie, that this, guy. This is good. It's got real good flavor. I like the flavor. But if you ever, if you ever like, have any women or anybody on the trip sensitive to spice, you might want to lay off on the Serranos. <laughs> you tell, definitely I, wish, a, I wish everybody could meet this guy because he was something else. Yeah, it? it had a slow burn to it. It was it was good, but yeah, it definitely had a... Uh, it lets you know there were Serranos in it, that's for sure. So across the street from this place, there's this new barbecue joint that opened, and they had this all-you-can-eat from uh, 11 to... Whatever, know, seven, like eight four. o'clock. Or, I, yeah, I don't even remember. So we went over there kind of for a late lunch, and like me, we filled up. We ate and got even got even got ice cream afterwards. And you and me skipped out on dinner that night, but you ended up making that all those burgers you just talked about. You made for everybody else. You and me didn't even eat. You yeah, did all this cooking. Need something to do, you know? We're all <laughs> sitting outside by the campfire, and hey, you want to fire up the grill? Put those burgers on. Yeah, sure. I'm like one or two beers deep. <laughs> yeah right oh yeah one or two at that point been times. drinking for like eight or nine hours oh yeah, yeah. i'll do it i don't care we really were because i mean that was like six seven o'clock at night so yeah i mean at least eight hours we were on it so, oh yeah yeah you're right it's probably nine it's probably a good nine hours you yeah. know and uh yeah that was a that was a lot of drinking man i don't drink anymore you know no it, it was it was definitely a good beer drinking guys yuck it up kind of weekend it was it was much needed it was nice to get away from work for a few days and not think about it and it's funny I, so i came down the first morning to make coffee i turned the coffee maker on and jake is sitting on the couch looking right at me you know and i didn't have my contacts and so i'm looking at him yeah like what is he doing you know it's five o'clock in the morning or whatever and uh i realized no he was just sleeping like that they, they dragged him in from around the bonfire and threw him on the couch he looked like he was sitting there like uh watching tv <laughs> <laughs> looking around. and i didn't have my contacts i couldn't see that he was actually asleep but he thought he was just staring right at me without saying a word and i'm like what's this guy doing you know <laughs> oh it's funny after we filleted up those fish so today i was like uh, i had uh ran my dishwasher last night so i put all the dishes away today when i got home from work and i was like oh i forgot i have those fillet knives i should probably throw them in the dishwasher too we didn't do a really good job of washing them i opened that up and i, I had to bring it outside <laughs> it was that bad what are you talking about? The fillet knives after I used the fillet, like yeah, the what was and everything? What you mean they stunk? Oh yeah, it was nasty fish smell. Really? We washed them down. Yeah, we wa- we we rinsed them down. We didn't. Yeah, wash that's them. true. That's true. Well, once again, that was a couple beers in, and yeah, end of the day, and I don't yeah. think we had eaten at that point. Yeah, we were looking to power through that so we can you know go back to dinner. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to what was I just about to say? Oh, the one thing I want to talk about with back to the beer drinking. So we sound like we drank a lot of beer. We were like, we were like junior beer drinkers. We were minor league. Plus, plus we're drinking Bush Light. These guys are slamming IPAs and Bud Diesels. Like, yeah. Whoa. I was gonna say fully leaded. Yeah, fully leaded Budweisers. <laughs> but uh, I, one of my favorite stories with those guys. So it was Jake and Anthony, and they go, "Where's the other case? Where's the extra case of beer? That is the extra case of beer." And they're like, "Oh, <laughs> <laughs> they." they they killed off two cases of beer and they didn't realize it. So right. it was funny too. The so the first day it would have been Saturday, um, Saturday morning. I think Andy said it best. He kind of said like, "This is the first sun, the first time you spent in the sun and the fresh air, and you know since August." And you do that and you kill off just a ton of beer and you're just kind of relaxed and everything. And then you wake up the next day. That's like 
I feel like I get hit by a truck. Yeah, Andy's like, this was supposed to be a vacation. But the first day I woke up between the allergies and the fresh air <laughs> and the sun, I woke up and my eyes were just like exploded like wide open. So here, I want to take over from here, okay? I did not want to go out fishing that morning. So finally, I waited around. He got going. And we made it out. And you, I, I wish everybody could understand the Brad, just the chatter of him talking the whole time. You know, that, 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 that. But so finally, we're sitting there fishing. Bill's finally awake. He's functional. And all of a sudden, Brad pulls up in a, they come up in their boat. And I hear Brad, da, 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 da. Hey, Billy, I'm glad you made it out. You look like you were, you look like a wet cat this morning. <laughs> <laughs> he told me I look like a wet cat. And I looked, I remember looking at myself in the mirror and I'm like, yeah, I did kind of look like a wet cat. I felt like a wet cat. I was pissed <laughs> off. I didn't want to, I did not want to go off. It was just like, day. I hear him talking so much, but like for some reason, my ears started listening then. And I just laughed so hard at the wet cat comment. I just absolutely love the wet cat comment. Yeah. Oh. I, that's what how I felt. I felt terrible because it was just a lot of drinking and a lot of like sun and fresh air and allergies. And- yeah, and then at first night I did only got uh, three hours of sleep. Um, I went to bed early so we can get up early, and I slept from like nine thirty to twelve thirty. I was up, and I crashed Friday afternoon. I crashed. We went in at like three o'clock, and I'm like, dude, I'm out. You know? Yeah. I just needed a good nap, and I would have been good. You know? Yep. But uh. Trying to get anything we would do different. So we said we'd bring a we'd bring a bigger, faster boat, at least a V boat. You know, we'll bring my boat next time. Oh, okay. And when are you going to buy that? I, I ordered it online. Oh, oh. Amazon's dropping nice. it off tomorrow. Boat Vana is yeah. coming. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and try, what what would you do different? So for tackle, I would definitely not get too elaborate. We not that we did, but like anybody that's like, ah, oh, I'm I'm wondering. So I could tell you the setup. Well, let's go over the setup one more time. So. These guys were using spring bobbers on their line. I did not have a spring bobber. I probably would have used it if I had one, but I had slip bobbers. So I set it for a four-foot depth, jig on the bottom, minnow through the lips, you know, threw it out there, let it drop, watch the bobber stand up. And you drift it, say, from a 45-degree in front of the boat to, what would you say, about a 45-degree behind yeah. the boat? Yeah, you're probably only drifting it for maybe a minute and a half, two minutes. And you're yeah, I casting. mean, probably a total of, with that angle, probably a total of 40 feet. And we were fishing brush piles. Yeah, um, all so we were fishing brush piles that was blocking current. Yep, that kind of created an eddy flow. So these bass that were migrating were actually it was actually easy for them to f- swim with the eddy flow because it was going against the current. Yep, and we were throwing it right on that line, you know. So I used the same thing except instead of a jig, I was using a uh, split shot, which is a regular gamakatsu hook, and I was still catching them too. So yeah, I don't think the hook mattered as much. I think the bait did. I think you know the minnows were definitely the thing for white bass, but. Clearly, the you fished all weekend with that uh, spinner rig, yeah, with yeah. a minnow, yeah. No, didn't didn't see a walleye. You did catch that cat though. Oh, you know what? I forgot about that. Yeah, cat. you caught that cat. That was what? That was probably what? Me a twenty two inch cat. Oh, at least yeah. I was gonna say twenty two, twenty four. Yeah, you know, it was a good size. It was a good few pounds, and uh, it came in like an old boot, man. Remember, we're like cranking yeah. this in. And we're like, what is this? Well, that's how the walleye were. Remember, I the, the two that I caught, I just did a bait check, and it was just heavy. Yeah. It was just a real light bite on them. Like a big just glop of seaweed on there. Yeah. Yeah, the walleye were a real light bite. Up and there. I saw him start cranking it in, and a rod goes bending over, and he looks at me, and he's like, I think there's something on there. I'm like, is there? And he's like, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah you, there's something on yeah, there. Yeah, then you feel like a tap, and it's like, oh. It starts thumping like a walleye, yeah. you know? And then we get him in, but that, that catfish was like, I was like, you know, rod down, crank up. You know, what is it, crank or rift up? Crank down, yep. lift up, crank down. I did that. I was like, did I catch somebody's old boot? You know, that's yeah. what it felt like, one of those cartoons. 
And then all of a sudden it started thrashing as it got closer to the boat. But it was a big old cat. We threw it back, you yeah. know. I think my dad, I, I want to say it was my dad. I can't remember. It was a long time ago. I remember he was cranking on something and it was fighting him. It was fighting him. It was fighting him. It was fighting him. Fighting I know him. this like, story. And before he finishes, I have had this happen. He, he, you're looking at the rod tip and the rod tip's, you know, doing one of these like jutting like he's fighting it. And he's like, oh, I, I wonder I wonder what this is. You know, he's fighting it, fighting it, fighting it. Pull up, it's a full Budweiser can full of muck and stuff. It was just like, I did that. Caught it right on the tab, and it's going left, and it's going right. And you're like, what is this? Yep. And it's, it's just the way it dies off when it hooks that way. You caught a clam, too. Caught a big-ass clam. I did catch a big-ass clam, you know. It was uh, it was definitely a good trip. It no, was, it was definitely a, good. Yeah, it was a great trip. I'm uh, trying to think of anything I would say to do. So, like, the biggest thing, nobody. so we, everybody we talked to, one thing, is one, everybody we talked to, nobody caught fish. We were one of the only boats that caught fish. Yeah. Everybody said, no, I didn't catch anything. Didn't they're not anything. running yet. And it's like, well, they're running for me, yeah. you know. We, we caught a bunch yesterday, a full stringer, actually. And, but if you notice, everybody was still fishing on the bottom. Mm-hmm. So, I, if man, if I had to go back, it would definitely be the same way. I would throw one out there on the bottom, and I'd throw one out there floating. Yep. Halfway down. Thousand percent. And I would, anybody that's like, ah, oh, we're going to do that, we're going to do that, I would definitely suggest that because we caught, I don't know if we caught a white bass on the bottom. I don't think we I did. Didn't, no. It's all on the bobber. Yep. It's all on the bobber. Um, the one thing I'll do different next time is probably pack more beer on the boat so we yeah. don't have to pull up onto shore. And, uh, so Bill thought it would be a good idea to stop at one of these Wisconsin bars on the water. And he so goes I was in like, there. Yeah, I got to go to the bathroom real quick too. So I go up there and I pee. And then I go inside and it's, you know, jam-packed with your typical wisconsin wisconsin clientele yeah clientele on the uh on the water in the middle of wisconsin so so i fit right in um <laughs> and i said hey you guys sell six packs of beer to go yeah yeah absolutely all right let me get it for you what do you want bush light all right so it's bush light in a bottle which was nice which is what yeah very nice um so she brings it over to me you know after she sees me use the bathroom and everything says That'll be sixteen fifty. Whoa! I'm like, what? I usually buy a case of, I buy a thirty pack for sixteen thirty eight yeah, at the right. store by home, and I'm, I live in Illinois. And he came down like he saw a ghost when he came down the dock. He goes, "You know what that caught? <laughs> so you better enjoy that bush light out of that. Bottle. That better be the best damn bush light you ever drink. <laughs> it was nice and cold at least, but it was one of those things. It was like she already saw me use her bathroom now, and she already got the beer for me. What do you say? Uh, no thanks. Yeah, right. Uh, you could put that back. <laughs> this is vacation, I guess, right? Trying to think of anything I want to say about those guys, the cabin, anything. Because we, 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 oh, one thing Brad brought up. I did tell Kyle I'd address this on this section. As he said in the invasive species list, he goes, "You missed the biggest invasive species," which I don't agree with, but I thought I'd throw it out there because it is worthy of note. It's kind of worded wrong, but he said the biggest invasive species is humans. Yep, he's uh, not wrong. Ah, uh, he's not right. Um, we're not invasive. We're, we're land animals that have been around for much longer than most of the animals you know. We, we're, we've been here longer than cattle. You wouldn't call a cattle invasive. Yeah, but not deer. Uh, I don't know. I don't know when deer, because, I mean, we've been here for 12,000 years. I don't know if deer were around 12,000 years ago. I saw Lord of the Rings, and that was a long time ago. Oh. He had a really big deer. No, I got you. That makes sense now. You know, and What was that other show with the, with all the Vikings and stuff? And but They had the dire wolves. That was the only thing yeah, I Game remember. Yeah, Game of Thrones. Oh, yeah. yeah. That stuff was a long time ago, too. They had deer back then. Yeah, we just don't know when, but, you know, we just know it was a while ago. <laughs> but, um, 
still, so he said the biggest invasive species. I will say, I don't know about invasive, but de- I definitely agree with damaging. Damaging, D- yeah. Definitely want to. I don't know about invasive, though. But uh, he did say that. I'm trying to think of some of the other stuff that he made correction. Do you remember any of the stuff? He let me have it on a few things, and I can't really remember. I might have been when I was taking a nap. Yeah, he was. I mean, he was just being critical. I appreciate it. You know, it doesn't bother me at all. We should invite him down here, be on the podcast. I'd like it, yeah, because, I mean, he's a big, he's big into cooking. Can you imagine how long that podcast would be with that dude? It'd be that'd be an eight and a half hour podcast, and you and me wouldn't get more than a couple of words in. <laughs> He'd be like, eh, 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 oh, oh, I almost got a word in there. Brad, you know? I'm formally welcoming you to come down here, and we'll we'll, we'll talk cooking. How about that? We we'll could just even, limit it to cooking. Brad, we will talk about cooking, me and you. Yeah, we'll just do a cooking episode. We get yeah. we get smoke and fill on here. You he, know? Yeah, he Brad had some really good pointers for. He said he makes his uh, burnt ends. I want to try them. Yeah, oh, he was you could tell he was into this, man. He yeah. was into drinking his beer and eating meat, man. He yep. was into it, you know. That's a, yeah, we got along real well. Yeah, yeah, you guys and uh later on I was asking Bill because I wasn't sure I wasn't I was trying to get the feel on this guy. He was entertaining to be around, but I wasn't sure how for real he was, you know. I asked Bill, you know, how was he? He goes, That guy knows a lot of stuff. He knows a lot of <laughs> he stuff does. about the cooking. He's so. very smart. Very smart guy. Um Yeah, so I guess I don't really have much else to say. No, you know? yeah, there's no Bushlight Billy section this week. I had a little bit. I won't know, blow all there. the details, but I did talk to Patrick on his way home today, yeah. and he did not get a turkey. Um, they had some uh, weather issues and all that. I'll have him explain his turkey hunt yeah, next him, week. Yeah, don't blow it. But uh, if anybody was curious, Pat was up turkey hunting the same weekend, and he didn't get one, but he's got he's he's learning a lot, you know. Yeah, it's all so, part of it. I guess that's it. Thanks for listening. I know this is a short episode. We just kind of want to do an update. We didn't really have anything planned because we're all like coming back into town and it was a busy weekend. Yeah, and sunburnt and uh, hungover and so dehydrated. I just, one thing real quick. I just swapped out the lower unit on that 20 horse. We decided to take it off the one and use the other one. Yeah. Turns out the other one's a long shaft and it doesn't work. So now I got to put all that shit back together. on <laughs> <and> you. <laughs> Story of my life, man. Yeah, right. Anyway, thanks for listening. Anyway, thanks for, yeah, thanks for having me, Jim.